0: A couple court officers went into a downtown Detroit apartment to evict the current tenant for non payment of the rent. As they started removing her items from the apartment, they soon discovered that the standalone freezer was extra heavy. When they opened it up, they were shocked with what they saw. Hey there, welcome or welcome back. I'm Cassie, and this is A Wicked World. The case I'm gonna be talking about today is actually one that I received a request to cover. This case is actually the first case that I had personally ever heard of where a child was murdered. Before that, I was just naive little me going around in the world not realizing that people were actually doing this to children. So when I first saw a video about Stoney, Blair, and Stephen Barry, I was shocked. Two children concealed inside an apartment who had been dead for two years. I think it probably goes without saying, but this one is a very disturbing case. This is the story of Stephen Berry and Stony Blair. On March 24th, 2015, 35-year-old Mitchell Blair received an eviction notice from her apartment. She was behind on her rent by $2,206. Her and her four children lived in an apartment in the Martin Luther King apartment complex in downtown Detroit. Michelle had stopped paying her rent because she had a hard time holding down a job, so she would often call her family for money. Her family would say, go get a job or go back to school, better yourself, get a career. Michelle didn't want to do either one of these, so that's how she eventually fell behind on the rent. She did receive state welfare, However, she had stated in her first police interrogation how often she drank. So I'm sure that a lot of that money ended up going towards alcohol. When this eviction was served, Michelle was actually just a few apartments down babysitting some neighbor's children. Regardless, she wasn't there. So the eviction crew went in to remove all of her and her children's stuff from the apartment. When the eviction team entered the house, it was nearly unlivable. There was trash everywhere, food particles, dirt. It was disgusting. It was no place to be raising children. As they started to move things out, they found a large standalone freezer that was extra heavy. When they went to look inside of it, what they found was horrifying. It was the bodies of not just one, but two children. Two of Michelle Blair's four children were dead inside a freezer that she kept in her apartment. Michelle was immediately arrested and brought in for questioning. She was arraigned on four counts of first-degree child abuse and one count of committing child abuse first-degree in the presence of another child. She was also charged with two counts of murder. Her bond was set to $1 million. One of the bodies that was found in the freezer was that of Stoney Blair, Michelle's daughter. She was only 13 at the time of her death. Stoney was born June 8th, 1999, and her nickname was Honey Bear. She had a very bubbly personality, and it said that she just loved balloons. They always made her smile. The other child that they found was Stephen Barry. He was nine at the time of his death. Stephen Barry's birthday was June 20th, 2004. His nickname was Little Man. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to find much other information on Stephen or who he really was as a person. Their little bodies took three full days to thaw out before the medical examiner could perform the autopsies. Once the autopsies were done, it was determined that both the children died of blunt force trauma and Stephen also had many thermal injuries. Both children had scarring on the insides of their mouths, which indicated that they had both been slapped and punched numerous times. Stephen had been on August 30th, 2012, and Stony, on May 25th, 2013. When Michelle was brought in for questioning, she admitted that she did this to her children. And here's what she said happened. She told investigators that in August of 2012, she discovered her son, Matthew, simulating sexual acts with a doll. She asked him why he was doing that, and if anyone had done something like that to him. At first, he said no, but then she says he changed his answer to yes. Stephen did this to me. She said that Matthew told her the (laughs) abuse had been going on for years. Keep in mind, Michelle had no job and she homeschooled the children. So the chances of this happening, while they're not zero, they're also highly unlikely. And if they were true, these allegations, children learn that stuff somewhere. So as a parent, I feel like you're probably responsible if something like that is happening. If you let this go on for years without knowing, I I mean, it, it sounds very implausible. Michelle then confronted Steven, who supposedly ended up confessing to the abuse, but it was only after he had initially denied it. Michelle says that she became furious about this. As a child, she was sexually abused as well. So this made her especially angry. At this point, Michelle says that she began punching Steven over and over again. After this, she said she turned on scalding hot water and dipped his feet in it. Along with this, she also had some other depraved things that she did to him. She strangled him with a belt. She burnt his genitals with scalding hot water over and over again. And she forced him to drink Windex. She wanted him to confess what he had done to Matthew. She said that he started to confess. However, this is most likely an attempt for him to not continue getting the beatings. He figures if he confesses, then she'll stop. I mean, that's the only thing it can do at this point, isn't it? The other siblings say that they witnessed all of this happening to Stephen. Michelle would put plastic bags over Stephen's head and when he tried to tear through the bags to breathe, Michelle would use force, flex trash bags and put them over his face so that they were even stronger and he couldn't rip them. She would suffocate him until he lost consciousness. She would then slap him awake as she describes so he could have more beatings, I'm sure. Michelle said that after four or five days of this, Stephen had had enough. On his last night, he said that he had to use the bathroom and then went into the bathroom and said, no, I don't have to, then said, I feel like I'm gonna be sick, but then wasn't sick. He then went and laid in his bed, where Michelle went in and offered him some beef stew. When he refused to eat, she force fed him. The next morning, she found him unresponsive with vomit all around him. Michelle says that she was gonna turn herself into the police at this point, but somehow her youngest son, Matthew, convinced her not to. She's an adult woman and a young child convinced her, no, don't do it. I highly doubt that. So instead, she decided to go grab Steven's favorite monkey blanket from his room and wrap his body in it. She then placed him into the freezer that was in the family's living room. Nine months later, in May of 2013, Michelle says that she found out her daughter, Stoney, was also sexually abusing Matthew. And she also said that she had a problem with the other two siblings. As a result, Michelle decided that she was gonna start starving Stony. She did this for a period of two weeks, only giving her a bowl of oatmeal, if that, a day. She also admitted to beating her with a blue wooden rod until she had bumps all over her head. She said that she also threw scalding hot water at her just as she had done to Stephen before. She says that her youngest, Matthew, had claimed that Stoney was taking her menstrual pads and squeezing them in his mouth. That sounds like something that only Michelle would be capable of thinking of personally. After weeks of starvation, on May 25th, Michelle went to Stoney's room, where she first started to choke Stoney with a black T-shirt. When she realized that Stoney was still alive, she put a plastic bag over her head. She suffocated Stoney multiple times. However, in the end, Stoney's death was caused by blunt force trauma. She then took Stoney's body and with the help of her eldest daughter, put Stoney's body in the freezer as well, right on top of Steven's. She said later in court that she meant to kill Stoney and she would do it all over again. Steven, she wanted to torture him, but killing him wasn't on purpose. It sure sounded like she wanted to kill him. In court, she said she only had two children and that the other two children whom she had killed were just demons.
1: Were you Steven's mother? Yes. Okay. He was in your custody?
2: I don't claim him as my son now and I do not claim Stoney as my daughter. I have two children, that's it. As Steven and Stoney guy? are demons, period. You meant to kill her. I definitely meant to kill her.
1: It wasn't an accident?
2: No, not at all. If I had a chance to do it again, I would.
1: When you went and got the grocery bag and suffocated her, that was your intent?
2: Yes. Um, She was standing in the bathtub. I was throwing hot water on her. My son was standing to my right outside the bathroom door, and he was telling me everything he was telling me. I looked at her, and I'm like, you did this? And she was like, yes. So I actually had a stick, and I was hitting her in the head, Every time he told me something, I hit her very hard in her head, and I was throwing hot water on her. And when I actually took her out of the bathroom, I took her back in her room, and I just kept staring at her. And I said, "Excuse my language, to him." Just like you know, I'm constantly asking her. And she kept saying, "I hate him," and I'm like, "You hate him?" You know? And she admitted to me that she hated, she hated Steven. She hated everybody and i'm asking her why she says everybody always thinks so cute and i'm like so you brother because you get what i'm saying so it's i meant to i definitely meant to and i do not feel any remorse for what i did to sony because she had no remorse for what she did to my son
0: after michelle had killed her two children their body sat there from 2012 and 2013 to 2015. That's when they were discovered when Michelle was evicted. Michelle's oldest daughter said that she hated walking by that freezer and would often avoid even going to the living area because she knew her siblings' bodies were in there. None of them had been enrolled in Detroit schools. And Michelle was homeschooling all four of her children. And in these types of cases, homeschooling usually means I'm hiding my child from the public for a reason." And that was absolutely true in this case as well. It was later found out that the other children in the household were abused as well. When they examined them after Michelle was arrested, they found scars and bruising all over their bodies. The oldest daughter had a cut above her eye, which she said was from her mother hitting her with a plank of wood. And she also had a chipped front tooth which she said was from her mother hitting her with a curling iron. She said all the children were abused all of their lives by Michelle. In 2002 and 2005, there were reports of child neglect made against Michelle. When these claims were investigated, they were substantial, as Michelle was referred to counseling, though it is unclear if she actually went or not. You think that would have been a mandatory thing had the claims been substantial, but I guess not. And even with these reports, the children were never removed from Michelle's home. So after Michelle had killed her two children, she of course continued to receive welfare benefits for the two of them. What was the other choice to say that they had died and then cause further suspicion? Of course she collected for them. She said that when anyone would ask about the other two children, she would just make up excuses, saying they were at their aunt's or they were at a sleepover or they were sick, or she always had a different excuse for where Stoney and Steven were. One of Michelle's neighbors said that she had told her that she made Stoney and Steven move away with their aunt because she found out that they had been abusing Matthew. So as far as these children's fathers go, Alexander Dorsey, who is the father of Stony as well as the oldest surviving girl, said that he had last seen his children two years before the freezer was discovered, and that at that time Michelle had barred him from her house. He talked to his oldest daughter approximately seven months before. When he had asked about where Stoney was, he was told that she was with her maternal great aunt. However, Alexander really failed to protect his children from an abusive environment. He also owed $39,000 worth of child support payments. Stephen's father, by the same name, Stephen Barry, as well as the other child, Matthew, said he had last seen his children in April of 2012, and that since then, Michelle had also barred him from seeing his children. He also owed $10,000 in child support. Both fathers had criminal histories as well, including drunk driving and weapon offenses. So in my opinion, they also failed the children. They could have protected them, they should have known if Michelle had been doing this from the beginning of these children's lives, then these fathers had to have known that there was going on in the households or they weren't part of these children's lives at all, which in turn is also failing them. Michelle had many outbursts in court, especially towards the children's fathers saying that they were never there for their kids. The state was able to terminate the rights of both Michelle, and the fathers of the surviving children. They were both sent to live with their maternal aunt and uncle. Michelle had actually expressed a wish for them to live with that aunt and uncle as the aunt was a retired child abuse investigator and she had expressed concern for the children in the past. Michelle said that the aunt would properly care for the children so that they didn't quote, turn out like her. Well, hopefully the aunt didn't take care of you when you were younger, because if that's the case, then I'm concerned. Community members ended up gathering at the Martin Luther King apartments for a vigil to honor the two children who had been found, Stephen Barry and Stony Blair. On the porch of the apartment that the family once lived in, everyone left hundreds of candles, colorful balloons, and stuffed animals. Michelle Blair was convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to life imprisonment in June of 2015.
2: Record to be clear, abundant evidence that the surviving children were physically abused by this defendant. That's a lie.
1: If you can't uh, behave yourself,
2: I'm going okay, to say, listen, that listen you're happened. going
1: to get an opportunity to speak. If you can't behave yourself, I'm going to put you in the back. We'll finish our portion of the proceeding. I can bring you back out here to speak because you're going to get an opportunity, but if you interrupt people, I have to put you in the back. That so it's just
2: your choice. choice. Okay. I want to say this prosecutor, I can't see your face, but I wish I could. You discussed me, the Dorsey family discussed me, because how dare you say that didn't happen to my son. You weren't there. Y'all was never there. You were the absentee people. Uh, how dare she say that? How dare okay, she good. say it's, it's no evidence. It's
1: my turn to talk. It's my turn to talk. After all is said and done, you imposed the death penalty on your own children. I did. And you readily admit it, and you want to take responsibility of it. You're therefore sentenced to the Michigan Department of Corrections for the rest of your life without the possibility of parole, meaning, of course, that you will never get out. The people still have remaining counts in the information.
0: Go ahead. Okay. She is currently serving her sentence at the Huron Valley Correctional Facility in Pittsfield Township, Michigan. While Michelle has been in prison, she has also accumulated at least 30 misconduct reports. She was accused of assaulting and spitting on other prisoners, using cans to throw urine and feces at the correctional officers, and even hitting police personnel as well. Because of her conduct, she was actually sentenced to an additional 38 months to five years these are to run consecutively with her life sentence michelle has no chance of parole she'll remain there for life eric blair one of michelle's brothers said that he had actually reached out to his sister on facebook about a month before the two bodies of the children were found he said that on the day she was arrested she had actually called him but he had missed the phone call she never left a message and when he called her back She didn't answer. He said that his family was praying to get clarity and understanding out of this situation. He's very grateful that they are not burying four children and it could have been worse. The Greater Grace Temple hosted the funeral for Stoney and Stephen, where hundreds turned up to honor their memory. The Mount Hope Memorial Gardens donated plots of land and the children were buried side by side. Stephen and Stoney died way too young and even in their death, Their mother is blaming them for what she did to them. It's horrifying and disgusting. It's very obvious that the accusations Michelle puts against her children are false. As the older child would have known about it, would have seen it. Michelle would have known about it or seen it sooner. She also beat all of her children. So this was just an excuse. And as we can see through her actions in prison, she's got a lot of things missing. Well, thank you for listening to all of Stoney and Steven's story. It's very shocking and sad what happened to both of them. And the fact that it wasn't discovered for years after just makes it that much worse. On that note, if you like true crime, don't forget to hit subscribe below or give this video a like. Both are really appreciated. And I, of course, always want to bring you the most detailed cases, which takes quite a few hours of my time. So that being said, I have opened up a Patreon account where you can get access to exclusive videos and more. So if you're interested, the link is in the description below, but no pressure. Thanks for watching a Wicked World today. And until next time, take care guys, bye.